welcome to Lex Education, the comedy science podcast where comedian me, Laura Lex, tries to learn science from her Viennese brother Ron. Oh, guten Tag, ich bin Ron. <laughs> Ron's in Vienna today. How are you doing, Laura? I'm fine, although I'd forgotten that we were videoing this and I feel a little bit like Andrew Tate wearing my dressing gown. <laughs> and there's like our little booze shelf in the background in the fireplace behind me. I just feel like a bit of a creep. Yeah, it's a, it's a vibe you're cultivating there. How do you feel about subjugating women? Uh, it's not my favourite, but if you've got to subjugate anyone... They're used to it, aren't they? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they take it on the chin. (laughs) They love it. How are you, Ron? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. I'm enjoying a a chill weekend of board games, coffee. Uh, I I bought Framework the other day. Yes, I think you revealed that on the last recording. Did I? Yeah. I have I have I haven't lost to Tom as much as I lost to you guys, but he is better than me very early on. <laughs> spatial awareness, man, it's not my forte. No, you're not good at planning or or spatial stuff. I am good at planning things, but just not, not spatial visual things. things. No, no, I'm not good at visual imagination at no. all, and that's 80% of being good at framework. Well, it um, doesn't take that much. Imagine you just make big blocks of the same colour. Yeah, but then so, I make impulsive bad decisions all the time. Well, yeah, so that's your problem. I'm very Not, impulsive. Just get eight green ones together and then any green dots you have, you score. Yeah, the but then what if one that wants to be with green but yellow sneaks in? Ah, I want to put it there. That's dum-dum time. <laughs> It's dumb, dumb time. Anyway, hello. Welcome to the episode. Um, listen. It's an early record. It is an early record. It's first thing in the morning on a Saturday. We should be watching cartoons, not doing our science homework. This is bullshit. Eating Cocoa Pops. Mm, we don't have enough milk for cereal this morning, so I had crumpets. I ate lots of eggs on bread. <laughs> I ate lots of eggs. <laughs> How do you say normal stuff and sound like such a creep? Uh, it's just the way my mouth works. Um, now listen, uh, we're thinking of trying a new thing this week. Um, we don't don't know how this is going to work, but hopefully this will be a nice little thing. We are somewhere around the 40 patrons mark, uh, which is lovely. Thank you to everybody that signed up. But obviously, we're looking to grow that to make this podcast profitable. So we thought, um, let's see if we can hit 50 patrons by Friday. And if we can, we're going to drop an extra bonus episode this month. What? what? Yeah. So it's the perfect reason to test out seeing how great supporting us makes you feel. And it's going to make you feel good. Um, We have an episode locked and loaded. It was meant to be going out at the beginning of April. But if we can hit 50 patrons before Friday, you can have it two weeks early and you'll still get another one at the beginning of April. We'll just throw this bonus one in there so it's a great episode i spend 45 minutes uh explaining laughter theory and humor to ron so looking at some studies into laughter and what that is 
and why humans do it and we have a great argument and chat about it in a bit of a role reversal episode. Yeah, and we've actually got quite a lot of content locked and loaded to go on the Patreon. So the more of you sign up, we might just be doing two a month generally if we get some more. Yeah. So look, we we would love to release it early and we would love to have more patrons. We would love this to be uh, a little podcast that goes and goes and becomes um, a nice little community of happy people and it's affordable for us to do. So please join Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Lex Education. And if we can hit that 50 mark by Friday, bam, a little gift will appear in the stream. Plus you'll also, if you're not a currently a member and you sign up now, you'll get the two previous bonus episodes as well. So there you go. Also a quick note, if you're in London and you like me, I've got a preview tomorrow night of my show Pest formerly mother figure uh, and that is at camden head tomorrow night tuesday unless you're listening to this after the day of release in which case you're not a real fan fuck off and um it's happened now so don't don't go to the camden head tomorrow um and laura edit this back into before but um patreon's only three pounds a month that's less than your average meal deal so i tell you what one i won't edit that in before i'll leave it there but if people sign up to the patron i'll have the time to start editing this properly (laughs) all right what's your dream meal deal laura well meal deal really makes me think boots and back in the day when i used to get a lot of boots meal deals when i worked at steamer trading um i'd have the smoothie um a chicken caesar wrap and some sort of salt and vinegar crisp probably a a hula hoops hmm Mm, you do love a hula hoop. I do. I love a hula hoops. You always used to get really angry at me for eating all the hula hoops in your house. Did I? Yeah. Those are my lunch hoops, <laughs> you'd say. <laughs> I don't like to share things that I don't know I'm sharing. <laughs> Tom and I have been talking about that a lot lately. I don't know what happened in my childhood, but I really like to hoard my own stuff and I need to know what I've got. And if someone takes something I wasn't expecting them to take, it makes me furious. Yeah, it's because you're our mum. Okay. You never eaten some cheese out of the fridge at mum and dad's and (laughs) just gotten in trouble for it, even though there's way more cheese and cheese is readily available at most major retailers. Yeah, but you won't go and get any more cheese. No, but exactly. I was a small boy. She did. Well, don't, then do a podcast with her and talk to her about it. But I'm, I'm not doing. Her. I'm, I'm not doing recorded, <laughs> released therapy with mum. <laughs> Could be agony, dad, and therapy with mum. Um, Tom and I were also talking about cheese last night because I was saying the idea of just biting into a block of cheddar makes me feel physically sick. I hate the idea of cheddar cheese being all over my teeth and I'll only eat cheddar cheese if it's melted or very, very thin because I hate the thought of it being on my teeth. And then this morning he went to like freak me out by just biting a block of cheddar out of the fridge. (laughs) (laughs) That is Tom's dream. He has to freak you out and he just gets to eat a mouthful of cheddar. <laughs> no, I'm with you on that, though. The, the texture of, of cheese is not something you just want to bite into. Yeah, no, no, hateful. Now, what a segue. There's lots of cheese talk in this episode, lots of poo yeah, talk. Um, and lots of uh, And there's a weird energy in the episode as well. We've been going far too long on this intro. <laughs> I think it's, it's probably 
key takeaways. Don't eat Laura's hoops. Camden Head, 14th of March. Sign up to the Patreon. Buy us a meal deal a month. That's why you started talking about meal deals. It's actually less than a meal deal because tragically meal deals are now £3.50. Not that you can get meal deals in the trash country I live in. I saw a thing on Twitter the other day, though, that was claiming that public transport in Brussels is free. And I was like, I don't think it is. I've been there. It's free one day a year. Oh. And do they have a a mystery bus? What's a mystery bus? A bus that goes to mystery. (laughs) That's what this tweet said. No, they have a bus that goes to Wiener, the Wiener bus. The Wiener bus. (laughs) The Wiener bus always makes me laugh. My dream meal deal, not that you asked. Mm. Classic triple from Sainsbury's. That comes with a prawn, a chicken salad, and no, wait. Oh, wait, what was the other? And a BLT. Yeah. Then. I actually wouldn't, when I when I worked in the office, I actually wouldn't get a meal deal. What I'd do is I'd just get that every day and then get a multi-select pack of McCoy's, but that's not the question that we're asking. We're Did you eat meals. a whole multi-select pack every day? No, i take one pack out a day because oh. I never wanted to drink. I like just drinking water. That's why I'd get a smoothie because that's basically another food. Yeah, yeah, but in my... I'm much younger and healthier than you. So by the time I was doing meal deals and stuff at the office, the smoothies weren't a given. They were only in Tesco's. And the, the sandwich section at Tesco was not so good. Tesco's. Brilliant. Well, <laughs> there you go, everyone. All of the classic roundup of meal deals <laughs> from about eight years ago. Uh, now a science lesson? Sure. <laughs> Sure. What is this? Lovely. Okay, recording. Boop, 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 do. Hi, Ron. Hello. Um, you ready? Yeah, I'm just trying to decide whether to start my notes on like the right-hand page of... Because um, biology last week, I didn't make very many notes... As was reflected in the quiz. We didn't cover much content. Um, so I think I will make my notes on the same page. I don't want to waste a leaf. Um, no. How are you, Ron? Um, I'm very, very busy. I had nine meetings today. Yuck. Meetings are so yeah. draining and then you haven't actually achieved anything at the end of them. Um, no, that's not true. I'm oh, very good at meetings. Um, <laughs> Undermine me. <laughs> Undermine me, why don't you? Well, I mean, my whole job is meetings. Yeah. I, I have meetings professionally. Hey, professional meeting haver. I professionally do meetings and emails. Meetings, beatings, bleatings. What's that from? Uh, Sorry, Miss Jackson. It'd be the same thing. Ooh, I am for real. For real. Um, well. That's a great song. Yeah. Outcast are so good. Yeah. That's why I signed them to my record label. I was about to tell a story from a different podcast, but that's not content. <laughs> Why don't you give the podcast a shout out and then people can check it out? Oh, because they've we've it's the complete guy. They've oh. had a hundred shout outs. Yeah, we love them. <laughs> it's so just much. yeah, we talk about them too much. Um, I right, do like doing... rein in how much I talk and tweet about them because I'm like I don't want to be a weirdo, but I love them. <laughs> <laughs> My dream would be that one day they start listening to this podcast. What would you do if they showed up on our Patreon? Would you just poop your pants? Because I would. (laughs) 
<laughs> I poop your pants too. I'll post you some pants so you can poop in them. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is a weird start for um, us. Weird energy. <laughs> it's um, a Friday afternoon lesson. Yes. Right, we're doing chemistry. Can you remember what we did in our last chemistry episode? No, that's the last one I edited. Um, I can't, Ron. Let me check the notes. What's in the book? Ooh. Oh, I've tried to write opposite upside down. (laughs) Um, Ugh. I tell you what, the notes for that episode basically look like a rundown of everything we've learned so far. So hopefully it was just a recheck. Yeah, I think that happens in GCSE <laughs> syllabuses. <laughs> no, we were doing reactivity series, which, and I mean, all of this plays into each other, like, because that's just how the world works. But I think reactivity does, yeah, it, it, it factors into a lot of, like, especially the early chemistry stuff we did. So we're going to finish that off, and then depending on how long that takes, we're going to move on to a bit of another thing but as i said i've been very busy today so it's research light but then i know a lot about what we're talking about he's just smart little boy full of chemistry knowledge nice that had a good like naughty's uh indie vibe to it thank you yeah but wombatty me and a mate argue about whether we saw the wombats at a festival (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but we were so messed up we neither of us knows who was right <laughs> can you go back and search what festival was it and what year it was Reading Festival maybe 2016 maybe 2015 alright saw the Red Hot Chili Peppers did you though yeah, definitely saw them. Because my mate wanted to go fucking see Two Door Cinema Club, who, they, you know, like I don't mind a Two Door Cinema Club song, but you're not going to leave the fucking Red Hot Chili no. Peppers to go see Two Door Cinema Club. And then it was just the two of us at the festival because he won free tickets. And then... Um, he was like, he was like, okay, well, you know, we'll watch half of this, and then we'll go see Two Door Cinema Club, and then it got to halfway through, and then and then it was like, he was like, all right, come on, time to go, and then you just hear from the front, and he's like, well, we can't leave, it's California Cation, we've got to stay here. That happened for an hour and a half, <laughs> where it just they kept on playing banger after banger. Um, yeah, it was awesome. Anyway, so yeah, we're gonna finish with a bit of that. Um, we're going to do the extraction of metals and reduction. I think we briefly covered oxidation and reduction last time. Can you remember what those are? Oxidation is where oxygen fuses with the metal, i.e. ferrignous oxide rust. Um, ferrignous? And... <laughs> it's something like that, yeah. Iron. And... Iron oxide. <laughs> Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, similar. And reduction is when oxygen leaves a metal. Yes, exactly. You're looking um, very slim, Ron. Have you lost weight? Your eyes look bigger. Um, yeah, I've been going to the gym. Yeah, your eyes look big. You look like a Disney princess. Thanks. Also, I didn't eat a lot in Mexico. It's the only holiday I've ever been on at lost weight. 
Wow. Is that because you were just pooping out all the cheese, though? Because no. from the photos you sent me, everything you ate was cheese. No, actually, I got a bit of traveller's tummy, but it, that was very much like bacterial, um, the the guff coming out of me. It was awful. And then, like, some of the hotels we were staying in, there was no door in between the toilet and the bedroom. That's and not okay. Like, Ooh, sexy, sexy holiday. <laughs> <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> Oh my god! Um, the thing is, um, Judith is like a really successful fit woman. What is she doing with this cheese pipe of a man? But anyway, no, it wasn't to do with the cheese. That was all fine. No, it was. I think. Why it was... do you keep denying it's about the cheese, Ron? You're allergic to cheese. Oh, because I know when it's a cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I know the difference. My heart knows the difference. Um... <laughs> No, I think it was the jet lag. I think my body didn't know when to eat and then I just never got hungry. Right. When a meal... when we I've got never meal, heard of jet lag making someone shit themselves inside out. No, but I, like I say, I only shit for two days because oh. of this. I, it's like I said, I got traveller's tummy once. <laughs> you don't listen. I um, do listen. Right. <laughs> Must stop getting sidetracked. Um Extraction of metals is what we're going to be talking about today. Mining! Yeah. What can you think is the common theme of the metals that, like, early humans were aware of? You know, your golds, your silvers, your irons, these things. Bit shiny. Why are they shiny, though? Because they don't oxidise much. Because? They are unreactive. Exactly, yeah. So all of the um, all of the metals that did you they... hear the cogs turning there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Someone in my brain's calling up a WD forty, like, oh, it's creaking into life. You, you, you've watched SpongeBob in the past, haven't yeah. you? Yeah, Gary, we're finally huge. It's um, I love the internal brain stuff for SpongeBob because there's always loads of SpongeBob's running around an office, like looking and filing cabinets <laughs> and stuff. And that's why I imagine it's like in your brain um yeah they're all super unreactive um why is that twofold reasons do you want me to give those twofold reasons yeah have a hazard i guess why they're super unreactive yeah not why the metals are unreactive why those are the metals that they were aware of oh well i would reckon because they were useful then you could turn them into something and know that they were going to stay like it like you could make a gold coin and it was going to look like a gold coin or you could make a sword and it was going to be strong and you're not going to need to oil it constantly yeah yeah so that's one reason yeah absolutely if you if you know if they could get their hands on some sodium or something it's going to explode as soon as it rains not particularly um (laughs) useful that would be great in a battle though wouldn't it just like the army like line up and you're like banging their swords and stuff and then like it starts to rain and suddenly all this like fizz and fireworks starts popping off you'd shit your pants and run away oh but like oh what if you could um if you tricked the opposing army into buying a bunch of like sodium helmets from you and then they all melted what is that oh bloody hell just found a grain of rice on my tummy She's not very well, and so I have to feed her just chicken and rice. Um, 
she's getting like a whole chicken breast a day and um, rice, but she doesn't really like the rice, so she takes mouthfuls of it and then just gobs it all over the place. I'm finding rice Dogs everywhere. don't eat rice. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. That's hard. <laughs> it's um, really hard for them to eat. They haven't really got the mouths to it, so she's like, they're like... Maybe make her a risotto. It'll be a bit more sort of like a paste. <laughs> the death dish. Whoa, whoops. <laughs> Yeah, so that's one reason, absolutely. Um, kind of the step before that, can you... Um, why there... Yeah. There's, there's something that comes before that that relies on them being unreactive. They're still around in the ground? Yeah, exactly. Like, there's no sodium in the ground because it reacts to form things like salt. Ah, sodium and metal. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um... Don't say it like that. Um, yeah, so yeah, they just kind of... It's not, well, you know, you, you can, could find a piece of gold lying in a river. Exactly. Because it hasn't yeah, fizzed up did. in the water. Yeah, um, exactly. And then, um, uh, yeah, and then there's a third reason that you wouldn't have been able... Um, I wouldn't expect you to be able to um, deduce. But do you remember when we talked about the reactivity series that um, there were a couple of non-metals that we included and carbon was one of them? No, Ron, I don't, but I'm happy to take your word for that. No, that's fine. So carbon, um, we include in the reactivity series because it reacts to things as, you know, metals do. Why it's interesting here is because early humans had ready access to carbon. Coal? Wood. Yeah, skin. Everything. Yeah, loads of shit's made out of carbon. So what that means is that they had access to something that was more reactive than the metals that they were trying to extract from ores. So when you dig a bunch of iron ore out of the ground, it's probably going to be in the form of iron oxide. Carbon is more reactive than iron. So when you smelt it, the oxygen goes with the carbon, and then you're just left with lovely pure iron, and you can go, like, stab your neighbours with it and stuff. Yeah, necessary yeah that makes sense yeah it's sort of an accident though right so like you're saying they had access to carbon which was more reactive but they didn't know that they just knew that you burn stuff and then this happens yeah they knew that the process worked yeah yeah so the fact that it's like wood is carbon and carbon super reactive that's the science behind it but it's not like early man was going ooh and then the carbon yeah okay no yep no but i mean yeah human development for you know until the enlightenment i don't know if they um well let's not talk about the enlightenment um for thousands of years um i don't think they really knew what was going on yeah most of us still don't to be fair yeah <laughs> yeah that is true <laughs> extraction Reactions are reduction reactions. Can I ask some unrelated questions that have just occurred to me? Mm-hmm. Sometimes when you... Like, if you put um, a, a knife in a flame, sometimes it goes, like, all oil-stained or gets, like, a black mark on it. What's that happening? Um, well, the black mark is carbon forming on it. Where's that coming from? Wherever you're burning 
just... like if I put it in the hob, it's coming out of the gas, like the natural gas in the hob. Yeah, because natural gas is methane, which is one carbon surrounded by um, uh, hydrogens, and then. So the hydrogens have gone off and the carbon stuck to my knife. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's that's extraction of metals. It is just a little nubbin on the end of reactivity. Yeah, that all made sense, but it's one of those dangerous ones where I haven't made any notes about it. Yeah. Um, well... Aren't you right? The ground is full of stuff and we found it. Sucks to be you, foxes. Well, I mean, we had quite a nice chat about it. Yeah, I've had a lovely time and I feel like it makes sense. I feel like there was a lot of info there. Yeah. I didn't Um, write it down, though. Yeah. That's okay. Um, So we're going to be talking about acids next, Laura. Okay. What's happening to your bum? Just moving around. I'm on the noisy chair. Oh, we're on. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Do you know what, what you're an drinking acid out is? of today? A paper bag? Right. Orange bottle. Oh, it's Chili's bottle. I've just not been putting the lid on, so... One of the more Whisper silent quiet. ones you've ever done. <laughs> yeah. I've got a little Chili's travel mug. Oh. I brought that up with me today because it's so cold up here and it did keep my tea warm a bit longer. That's lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so do you know what an acid is, Laura? It's a seesaw. Explain. It's got the hydroxyl group on one end of the seesaw and an enzyme on the other end. <laughs> what? Is that a thing? Did we talk about? Seesaws? Yeah. Acids were seesaws. It was like a little... Um, and it had a tail that made it an acid uh, of, like, hydrogen and oxygen and then something else on the other end. Yeah? Yeah? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about to disagree. Well, with. well I can disagree. <laughs> um, I don't Somebody know listening about. will know what I'm talking about, and can you please let us know what I'm talking about? Something about a seesaw has come up with regards to acids, because I remember asking you... No, actually, I remember shouting at you about it. <laughs> it's something about OH4 makes it an acid... Um, yeah, I think no, so. yeah, I think so. Not really such a thing as OH4. <laughs> I think it was, actually. I think it was. Mm. What is happening in the um. Moles, was it? Where's the next chemistry? Oh, Ron. Here it is. Here it is. Ethanol alcohol. Um, there's a man. Yeah, no, I do remember we did it. And there is a functional group that makes something an acid. It's the seesaw part of it. Amine acid. 20 hats. C. Yeah, the amine oh, an amino is at one acid. end and the acid is at the other end and then carbon has got 20 hats on in the middle of the seesaw. Yeah, the R group, yeah. That's an amino acid. Yeah. But what are you banging on about seesaws? Um... Seesaws don't wear hats. 
Well, it's your analogy. I don't know. I'm just learning. I don't think it was. <laughs> well, there's no way of knowing now. Like, there? I don't even really think we've covered this as... Okay, like, um, well, let's just strike that from the record then. Do I know what an acid is? It's something with a pH level that is greater or less than seven. I think greater than. Something with a pH level that's not <laughs> seven. Is it higher than seven is an acid? No. Lower than higher. seven. Yes. Lower than seven. <laughs> on you the don't pH. get a point for that after I've said no. <laughs> But technically, I was correct by saying it was a thing with a pH that was not, not seven. seven yes. That was not untrue about well, acids. That is untrue because there are half of the things that have a pH level that's not seven aren't acids. Yeah, but all acids don't have a pH level of seven. Yeah. So it is always true of an acid that its pH level won't be seven. Not all things with a pH level of not seven are acids, but all acids have a pH level of not seven. Was your original science teacher a genie? This isn't <laughs> the kind of logic you should be using. I just couldn't remember whether it was a big or small. I know acids are red and alkalis are purple. Or did you just spend too much time playing dream phone as a kid? <laughs> I know that its pH level is not seven, but I'm not telling. <laughs> I know where he hangs around. It's at one end of the pH scale. (laughs) Now there's some merch that we need to put out. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, we could put ourselves on little dream phone cards. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but we need loads more. No, no, it's just 50-50 dream phone. <laughs> Who fancies you, Laura or Ron? And if you're a patron, then Dad can be involved. We'll just get a little photo of Dad looking angry. Right, no. So um, an acid, essentially, is any substance that increases the number of hydrogen ions in solution. Okay, recording break. I just want to remember what an ion is without asking you again because you're going to get so mad. Have you actually stopped the recording? No, but this is just an edit break. No, this is going in. No, it's not. It's my edit. Uh, increases the num. What did you say? Increases the number of ions. Hydrogen ions. Hydrogen ions. In a. In in the bucket. in the solution, yeah. In the solution. Now, let me just remember what an ion is. No, don't say Jesus Christ. You should know this by now. It's an ion has a charge. Ion is a charged atom. Is that right, Ron? Ions have a charge, yes. That's what an ion is, yeah? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So charged hydrogens... An acid will put H more... Plus, H plus ions. Put more hydrogens into the solution. Okay. Hydrogen ions. What? Hydrogen ions. Yeah, why are you saying that? Because it doesn't Am I not just... saying that? No, you said it'll put more hydrogens in. But that's ambiguous. It puts more hydrogen ions in. H plus ions. Okay. Yeah. Hions. 
<laughs> We're leaving that in. No. Because I didn't ask. I needed a minute. I didn't. I needed a minute to re-remind myself. Yes, so hydrogen ions, H+, essentially just a proton, actually, if you think about it. So some famous acids. Do you know what acid is in your stomach? Sulfuric acid. You made me doubt myself now, and I think it's hydrochloric so I, mean, I believe you. I would never, ever doubt yourself based on my answer to your question, Ron. No, but it's that just after you said bad. that, I was a bit like, am I right? <laughs> it is. It's hydrochloric acid. So the formula for hydrochloric acid is just HCl, right? What's happening now? We're what? learning about acids. I know, but I'm confused. Hydrochloric acid. Yep. That's in my stomach. Yeah, HCl. Uh, Hang on, I haven't finished writing hydrochloric acid yet. HCl, okay. So, when that dissolves in water, HCl, you get H+, and Cl-. Okay, why? So then you've got lots more H-pluses in there, and that increases the acidity. What? You put HCl... In water. Yep. And then the H's... Do they take the H's off the H2O? No, from the HCl. Yeah. Yeah. They they get in the water and then disband, do they? Well, you know, like, um, like table salt is NaCl. Yeah. And when you dissolve that, they separate, as yeah. ions do in solution. We did a lesson on this. <laughs> and then you've got Na+, and you've got Cl-. It's the same thing, but instead of sodium, it's hydrogen. Okay, but I'd forgotten that that happened, so I didn't know that they were going to break up when they got in the water. Oh, it's like the saddest pool party ever. (laughs) Imagine being a little hydrochloride, like, oh, Joanna's invited you to a pool party. (laughs) Oh, well, I guess this is the end of our relationship. No, it's more like a swingers... It's more like a key party, because, you know, if if they left, they'd take someone else with them. Oh, all right. That's fine. That's happy then. Okay, so they get in the water, and water is a constantly forming and reforming band of hydrogen and oxygen. Uh, Yeah, H plus and OH minus. Very nice. I know that. So they get in the water, and the H plus is ding about, and the Cl minus is ding about. So the H's have nicked a... No, given an electron to the chlorine. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that's That's... an acid because of the way it breaks up in water. It's an acid because there are now more H pluses than there are OH minuses in in the solution. Does that depend how much hydrochloride you put in the water? Well, yeah, because every hydrochloride you put in there, you've got another H plus. So if I just put, like, a teaspoon of hydrochloride into a um, swimming pool of water, that wouldn't be an acid because there wouldn't be more H pluses. There'd be slightly more. Yeah, but not. there wouldn't... Why would there be slightly more? Because the swimming pool... If we're imagining that the swimming pool is neutral when you start... Yeah. Um, is it, water neutral? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. As you can, uh, as you said very rightly just then, um, it is 
always breaking up into H plus and OH minus and reforming in a cycle. So then if you put in some hydrochloric acid, there are slightly more H pluses in there. Slightly more. Okay, so it would be a slight acid. Okay. Yeah, very, very mild acid. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's it really. And then, um, yeah, is and then anything that's an alkali or a base is anything where there are more OH minuses than H pluses. Uh, acid equals more H pluses. Alkali. What's a base again? An alkali. Uh, it's the same thing. Okay, that is more OH minuses. Mm-hmm. Why is it OH and not HO? Um, I don't know. That's annoying because it's H2O, but OH. What are they like? Um, yeah, you get that? Uh, yeah. So, from that, can you see, like, why, um, acids and alkalis cancel each other out? Neutralise each other? Because they reform... And then there well, is because it just charge. balances balances it again. The positives and negatives. Yeah. Yeah. So when you've got um, when you've got like a an acidy tummy, just um, that's because there's too many H pluses in there. Oh no! Because as you can see, the these are ions. They're very um, reactive particles. Yeah. Because they're yeah. charged, so they're attracted to stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that putting a positive and a negative rod into solutions and then watching stuff like crystallize on them. Um yeah, so that's more about electricity, but it's also about ions. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Knowing what you know now about Wish how water is. I knew what I know now. David Crosby died yesterday. Um no, Mom that's not sad. Do. Mom loves them. She does. Did you text her? No, it was late. Text her today. Well, she probably hasn't heard, actually, unless it's on the crossword page of the Daily Mail. <laughs> um, Who died yesterday? <laughs> <laughs> uh, almost Cut My Hair by Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young. One of the best tracks of the 70s. Um, it's a big claim. Oh, it's such a good song. Right, so we're going to learn about some reactions of acids now that we understand what they are. Okay? Okay. Why do you seem so scared? I'm not scared. You seem very scared. (laughs) (laughs) This is all quite, like, hypothetical stuff. I feel like the chances of it staying in my head is slim. But no, none of this is hypothetical. This is all true. (laughs) Yeah, but you know what I mean? I can't see it. Why you like? Um, <laughs> so basically, when acids react with metals, they produce salts and hydrogens. Acid plus metal equals salt, s- and hydrogens. So, do you remember what a salt is? Yes, hitting someone. Bad. No, I can't remember what I saw. NaCl. Is a salt. And what type of substance is NaCl? A covalently bonded molecule. Don't just say stuff. (laughs) Because it's not covalently bonded, is it? 
What's an ACL ionic made bond? Of? Yeah, it's an ionic compound. That's what a salt is. So- salt is an ionic compound. Yeah. Well, drink a drink a drink the lily, the pink, the pink, the pink, the savior all. So let's imagine hydrochloric acid reacting with some sodium. What are the products of that going to be? Hydrochloric acid meets up with a sodium. Yep. Meets sodium. So that's going to make some H pluses. Yeah, but it's, um, H, H plus doesn't really exist on its own. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> it's like you just, just fucking leave it as it was at the beginning. Just talk for 20 minutes about H pluses and then you're like, ooh, except they're an illusion. Well, they're not an illusion, Laura, <laughs> but when I was talking about it before, the H pluses were with a CL minus, weren't they? No, they'd wandered off. No! <laughs> Listen. I am your father. The H pluses were with a CL minus. Now... A reaction is happening here. Yeah, it's something is changing. (laughs) So it's not going to stay the same. Try again. What do you? I don't know what you mean. Um, what is sodium made up of? Sodium atoms. Right. (laughs) Okay, that's good to know. And it's a metal. Um, Yes. Yes, it is. Let me find that on my little chart. What's that look like? Oh, Na. That's sodium. Uh, so we table salt is sodium chloride. <laughs> God, you have to stop assuming that because we've talked about it, it's in there, all right? I'm allowed. No, you're not. So we've got H plus and Cl na minus. NaCl, yeah. Oh, who cares? But it's not. Um, no, it's not NaCl minus. Why? Because you know that it oh, would be... Oh, don't say you know if we're learning it. <laughs> we're not... No, we've done this so many times. Na Because it's an Na plus being attracted to a Cl minus, isn't it? I don't know. Is it? Yes, because sodium's only got one in its outer ring. Fuck me. And then I can't be chlorine is only missing that. one in its outer ring. So it gives it sad boy from one to the other. Do you just want me to know that sodium's got one in its outer ring at all times? Like, how is that information? It's the third element. It's not hard to remember three things. Oh, fuck off. We've been learning for months. I've got no way of Yeah, you'd have thought some of it would have stuck by now. Either you have a slippery wall or you've got very slippery shit (laughs) because I've been throwing so much and none of it's clinged. Look, that isn't fair. It has. It just... I don't see the letters N-A and immediately think about it having one element. You should. Well... I don't want to be that person. Wrong podcast. So it's H plus plus NACL. But that's not balanced, is it? Fuck me. Why not? Because you've got to think about the electrons. 
Where's this positive charge come from? It gave the away an bef- electron. The things beforehand weren't positively charged. <laughs> Where's the positive charge come from? So if we got to have two NACLs? That's not going to change anything. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're not charged. Well, it's, come, it's positive because it gave away a sad boy. It makes hydrogen gas is what we're getting at. H2. They link up. What? What do you mean? Hydrogen gas. What do you mean? When these things react, it makes hydrogen gas. What does? When these things (laughs) react, they make hydrogen gas. What is hydrogen gas, you little fuck? H2. Why are there two H's? Because when you... So is it not... Atoms are always never alone. Is 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 it not H plus? No. I thought we just literally learned that acid is H pluses. Acid is H plus, but we're talking about an acid reacting with something, so therefore something's changed. So it's it's melted. What's melted? The hydrogen. In what world does an ion melt to make a gas? I thought that's how you got gases, was more energy, so it was hotter, and now it's a gas. No... We literally learned that. Well, A, things don't melt to become a gas. B, you don't know how hot it was before. So some things become a gas just because they become a gas? Well, because it's changed what it is. It's not... This is why there is a difference between an ion and an atom, because they're different things. So, what's... Right, I'll, I'll talk you through it. Um, so we've got HCl, okay, mm-hmm. and we've got sodium. Sodium is existing as a metal. It's metallically bonded to all of its friends. You know, they crowd share their electrons between each other, yeah. okay? Now, you've got the HCl. This is going to be in solution. It's dissolved in water. So it doesn't actually exist in the water as HCl. It exists as H plus ions flying around and it exists as Cl minus ions flying around. Okay? Mm-hmm. When this runs into the um runs into the sodium, the the sodium wants to react with the Cl minus. They're both very reactive things. But the sodium's got an electron. In its Wait outer shell. Wait a minute, I'm trying to draw this. Right, there's some water with some H pluses and Cl minuses. Then here's some Na's hanging out with a little bowl full of electrons. Okay, so then they meet up and the Cl minus, the, the eight, what happens then? <laughs> So the Cl minus, that is a Cl minus because it's taken the hydrogen's electron, yeah? When they reacted. So um, the Cl minus wants to react with the sodium. They love to react together. Because the sodium is positive. Well, the sodium's only got that one electron in its outer shell, very reactive. It can lose that electron super easily. But why would that electron go to claw the Cl minus when the Cl minus is negative? No, exactly. It doesn't go to the Cl minus. It goes to the hydrogen, the H plus, because the H plus is attracted to the negative electron. Okay. So the little nah 
electrons go and hang out with the hydrogen and then now the Nat is positive... It reacts, it with, reacts the with the chlorine. Now, hydrogen doesn't exist on its own. It exists as H2. Wait, I'm still drawing this. Do, do, do. Oh, hello. Okay. Yeah. Hydrogen exists as an H2 format. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, you get H2 and then that's a gas. Why wasn't it a gas before any of this happened? Because, Why it, was in, was... because it was H plus in solution. It How... was dissolved. The H pluses were dissolved in water. Yeah. And then we dropped some sodium in the water. Yep. And remember the farty bubbles? So we put the sodium in the water and the electrons... Moved to the hydrogen. Moved to the hydrogen. And yep. that made the hydrogens pair up? Yep. Why? Because remember, some of them got an electron, but not all of them. No. Remember, um, we've, we've talked about why some things go around in pairs. It's because they like to share two electrons in between them, don't they? What kind of a bond is the hydrogen doing? Well, they're sharing electrons, you tell me. Metallic. No, they're not crowdsourcing their electrons. It's just two atoms sharing a pair of electrons. Ionic. No, because that's when you've got ions that are attracted to each other. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, why don't I ever... It's, it's a covalent bond. Co. Cooperative. Oh, I've just They're written sharing. down that's a bus. <laughs> okay. So... So two hydrogen Hang atoms on, still have taken electrons from some sodiums and then they've gone oh we don't like being on our own we'll both share our electrons we'll now we're H2. Two. yeah and now we're a gas do you remember when we were talking about sodium reacting uh, like the the reactivity of group one metals sodium when you put it in water it has like farty bubbles and it bibbles about yeah that that's hydrogen gas getting produced yeah that is the farty bubbles I remember that that happens, but this um. No, because we haven't learnt this before, so no, you wouldn't have remembered that. this. No, I know, but I was just so trying to get my head info. around the logic of when they've when they're when they haven't got any electrons, mm. they're happy on their own. But then, as soon as they've got one, they're like, "Oh, I need to tell someone about this." But if you think about it, when they haven't got any electrons, they're not on their own. They're in the solution with the Cl minus. So the Cl minus is negatively charged. The H pluses are positively charged. They're not bonding together, but they're flying around in the water. They're like, oh, hey, every now and again. <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't make any sense as to why they wouldn't bond if there's positive and negative charge. Because this is the whole thing about a reactivity series, is that the sodium is more reactive than the hydrogen, so it kicks the hydrogen out of the the equation. Yeah, but at the point where they're in the water, why aren't they together? Because, as you know, the water is constantly breaking up into H pluses and OH minuses. It's all a very fluid, movie-aroundy thing. But you would still consider that HCl in the water? Yeah, you talk about it as if, as if it is a thing. Okay. Yeah. Right, okay, yeah. Because, for example, if you were to, like, 
evaporate all of the water, you'd be left with HCl. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. That makes more sense now. I thought they were suddenly separate things in the water, but they are considered together. No. And especially at GCSE level, um, you do very much consider it kind of as a thing but i think and i think the way that your brain works is similar to mine i think it's more helpful to understand actually what's going on <laughs> yeah um i mean we'll check the recording time but i think let's leave it there yeah that sounds good all right what a classic episode that felt like i was so nice for a long time and then you got really mean you have high expectations of me, Ron. I don't. <laughs> Fuck you. you. <laughs> Fuck you. Let's do a quiz. Fuck you. <laughs> it's Friday. Friday. I can't believe it's Friday. Okay. Um. It's quit. It's quizzing time. Yep. I, in my head, I was working out if it would be a bit to sing the QI theme tune, but then I decided not to. How does it go? It's like, um, doop boop, boop doop boop. And then the other bit comes in, it's like, clang, 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 clang. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. A nice, a nice theme song. You ready for a quiz, Laura? I'm more than ready, born ready. I slightly need a wee, which always puts me on the fuzzy awakeness. We were texting each other earlier and neither of us can remember what we studied last week. Well, I was always, I was confused because I edited last week's episode last night. So I really knew what was going on with that one. But this one's a you edit. So I'm always less revised on the you edit ones. Mm, um, Yes, but we were doing acids. Acids. All I remember from this is that I 100% thought acids were a seesaw and then you said, no, they're not. But you, see, I've recently um, listened to the episode where the seesaw thing came up. That was specifically amino acids. But I still don't know where the seesaw uh, thing comes from, apart from the fact that they've got <laughs> something on either end. But like... Yeah, like a seesaw. <laughs> that's not the defining thing of a seesaw. <laughs> Listen, it's not important. What are we doing today? Acids, I just said. Yeah, all right. Quiz me. Throw those questions in the air like cheese puffs and I'll grump them. We also did a little bit of um, extraction of metals. So we're going to do that first. Oh, yeah, smelting. Laura, why were early humans only aware of unreactive metals? Two answers. Uh, Because they um, occur... In the ground because they haven't reacted with stuff and turned into something else. Yeah, so you can just dig up gold or platinum or something out of the ground. Yeah. Yeah. And um, because they are unreactive or have low reactivity, so they were useful. Like your sword wasn't going to disappear into a puff of smoke. That's kind of the same thing. I need uh, a different answer. Um... They are malleable. That's not always true and irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> there were two reasons, were there? Yep. 
Um, they're shiny. Do you see them in the floor <laughs> or in the water? <laughs> no. Um, they... So hang on, so they're there. That's one reason. <laughs> and then isn't it mad? Like the gold rush in America, like there's just loads of gold in the in the rivers. Yeah, and also that just like gold, it's it's not that useful. Like, why are we prioritizing gold over other things? Because it's rare. I don't want to you come across too. Uh, gold is very malleable, so you can work it into intricate designs. It's rare, and to be honest, now it is very useful. Oh, all right. Then. It's um, gold's a really good conductor. So, um, and the fact that it's they so malleable, it so you can um, you use it for circuitry. <laughs> like you know, all of those. You know, like Jay from the Inbetweeners was advertising that. Like, oh, we'll buy any phone dot com or whatever it was. Mm. Like a lot of these things where you get like two pound fifty for your old phone. Like that is because of the gold in them. My phone's full of gold. <laughs> I don't know the second reason, Ron. I don't think we talked about it. It's because they're lower down on the reactivity level than carbon. So the oxides, you know, like if if you have iron oxide and then you burn it with carbon, the oxygen then bonds with the carbon and you're left with some lovely, nice iron. I said that. No, you didn't. Pretty much. I said they were lower reactivity. Yeah, but I told you they were unreactive in the question. (laughs) Oh, okay. <laughs> I said well, the question was why were early humans only aware of unreactive metals? Oh, okay. One and a half out of two. Pretty good. One out of two, yes. We'll round down to the nearest one. Um, Laura, mm-hmm. what are the products if you react an acid with a metal? Sodium and water. So, if I take some acid, let's take, let's say I'm, I've got some sulfuric acid and I want to react that with some magnesium, where's the sodium come from? <laughs> You know what? It didn't feel right as I was saying it. Um, oh, no. Yeah, I have written down, though. Acid plus metal equals salts and hydrogens. Yeah, so say that. Uh, that's what I did, really. No, it's sodium and water. That is salt. Sodium is Table salt. salt is sodium chloride. But a salt uh, is when you've got two ions that have... They're together. An ionic compound. Yeah, that's a salt. Oh, all right then. Salts and hydrogens. Yeah, you can have a mark for that. Thank you, notebook. But when it says, when you're saying hydrogens, could you just clarify? Some hydrogens. <laughs> More than one hydrogen. Just like hydrogen atoms on their own or? Oh, it's H pluses. No, it's not. It's hydrogen gas. <laughs> so you get half a mark. No! It's, it's just I get more marks when you don't ask me to clarify. Because yeah. <laughs> you're not very clear. Um, 
What would the product specifically be if I mixed hydrochloric acid and sodium? H pluses. No! What do you I just mean said no? it wasn't H pluses. <laughs> hydrochloric acid and sodium? Yeah. NaCl and water. Where's the oxygen come from? Laura, I okay, just said just this like H's. 45 seconds just ago. H is an NaCl. How does hydrogen exist on its own? H2. Yeah. Yeah, but that's still hydrogens, isn't it? No, but you're saying H pluses or hydrogens. Hydrogen gas is the answer. H2. It's a thing. It's different. Ugh. Okay. It's like if, well, like, I get the mark, though. It's like if I was chatting to you and I was like, oh, what are you having for lunch today, Laura? And you said flour. And then I'm like, ugh, you, why are you eating flour? And then you're like, well, I'm having a sandwich. It's the same things made from that. No, they're different. They are made from I the don't, same thing. I have The thing is, I don't think we talked about hydrogen gas because I haven't written down Laura, the word gas anywhere. Laura, the number of times we've talked about <laughs> hydrogen gas, other gases that go around into covalent bonds. Then you bonds. need to start more clearly saying what word of that is important. I... If it's hydrogen or the gas, or if it's both, I need to know that information. It's both. It's, it's, <laughs> right. it's almost now always all of the information. <laughs> Good. Okay. Well, I did get that, though. Can you balance that equation, please? What equation? The equation of hydrochloric acid plus sodium equals sodium chloride plus hydrogen gas. Oh, really? I mean, we don't have to. No, you won't get well, the mark, but I will. What? What did you say? Hydrochloric acid, which is HCl. The thing that we just did. Yeah, can you just help me by repeating yeah, it, please? HCl plus sodium. Yes. Plus Na. Equals. You told me this, so. It equals. H two. Plus uh, NaCl, but in order to have an H2, I'm going to need to put two HCls on the other side. So uh, it would be two HCl plus two Na equals H2 plus two NaCl. Wonderful. Yeah. Yes. Well done, Laura. Thank you, Ron. No worries, mate. Clap, clap. Clap for me, I'm the queen of science. And that's the quiz. Oh, I did all right there. Yeah, you got... Ron's counting segment. Three and a half out of five. Happy with that. Very happy. 70%. Fine. Fine, fine. 3.5 stars. If there was a 70% chance of rain, I wouldn't leave the house. <laughs> it's a sure thing. <laughs> God, Ron, I just don't think I'm ever going to know properly what an ion is. It's embarrassing. It's not embarrassing. It's, it's like one of those little black holes in my stellar knowledge. No, it's really fundamental and it's quite embarrassing how often you can be told a piece of information and not retain it. <laughs> Yeah. It's not being funny right now. I don't care. Anyway, 
<laughs> Titles game. Um, we. Uh, I, I don't know, like, ask you to guess. <laughs> we. <laughs> we didn't particularly ask you to guess, but we suggested a fun game and you guys played again. Um, last week's episode was called Throw Him in the Scuppers. And um, we said, hey, who can guess first what our other titles were? It's only bloody Matthew Collins again. What Straight in. Absolute ripper. Guess two out of three of our titles very, very quickly. Matthew, you might need to join the podcast. Um I can't remember who it was, but as well, someone else um, guessed like six or seven. Not one of them was considered. Then Matthew Collins commented on that, came in, pow! Yeah, I think I might have been mystics. And some classic great quotes. I mean, oh, this yeah. podcast is very quotable. Uh, there were a few guesses for Woof from Chip Chad on Instagram suggested that. And then two people, Not A Space Rack and Tim on Twitter, both guessed Angry Little Rain Cloud. So that could have been a good one. But clarity, because we've not actually said the correct answers were, I wish we had a playground, karma for what you fuck, and a coffee with an awkward little boy. Karma for what you fuck is my favourite. I listen to that back and it's embarrassing how much our own podcast makes me laugh when I listen back, but it's because I can feel every emotion I'm having. <laughs> and karma for what you fuck made me, me laugh so much because I can hear how livid I am in that moment. You really went to 11 like that. <laughs> you forced me there. You held the dial with both hands and twisted. Um, Ron, there's no patron roll call. Oh no, I didn't write one. I was too busy doing the episode notes and preparing all the other content. Yeah. All right, well, there's no patron roll call this week. Next we'll, week we'll do a double. Next week we'll do a dubsy dubs, and hopefully, hey. And, and we'll guarantee this. New patrons will be done first next oh, week. So hang if on, you I are the people, to this. why are it, you upsetting the guard that are already in? They're fine. They signed up. No, there's. You're, if, if, you've got to appeal to the base, Ron. This is how Al Gore lost the election. <laughs> nah, fuck them. <laughs> They're in, um, locked in for life. No, um, if you are one of the valiant people that get us over the fifty mark and get more Lex Ed content in the people's ears you will get better shout outs than any of the ones that have come before and they will happen next week and they'll make your parents proud god you sound like you're crying (laughs) so there we go have a lovely week everyone and um listen brilliant (laughs) (laughs) we hope you love us don't give away the patreon sign off sneak peek <laughs> C- Cluster missed you, awkward little boys. <laughs> <laughs>